What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I want to talk about firing. And I want to talk about this from the co-founder, fellow executive agreement level. And and here's what I want to talk about. I feel like, because this is a big thing. I feel like there's a big stigma. Wrong word. I feel like there's an agreed upon value base or an agreed upon perspective that fire fast, hire fast, fail fast, learn, right? Like that's typically what happens within startups and small businesses, right? You immediately get someone in, you rush them through the onboarding process. Let's call it what it is. Let me let me tell you guys what it actually looks like. What you guys out there, when I say you guys, I'm talking about you gals and guys, you founders, what you guys are actually doing. You need someone to get into the organization and I have empathy for it. You hire fast, you onboard fast, er, like even faster, which is the worst thing you can do because the onboarding process is probably the most important process. There's so many intricacies involved within that. And then for whatever reason, You've been taught through your mentors, through the seven people that invested into your company to from from to your, you know, to your board of directors. You've been taught to fire fast. So let me talk to you about the firing part and and what I genuinely feel like needs to be pondered and discussed and agreed upon before firing. There are a few different clear reasons why you should fire someone. I think if you're clearly seeing that someone is, um, is someone it's that someone is completely disrespectful from a culture perspective, whether that's their communication, whether that they're saying hurtful and nasty and negative things, like blatant things. I get it. Fire fast. No need to talk. Right. Maybe the second time they do it, get them out of there. I fully understand it. Um, I understand if for whatever reason, and I don't even know how this happens, but for whatever reason, you get someone into the organization and you feel like there was a complete, really significant skill drop off. I get it. Um, from what you need, I get it. Fire fast. But here are the elements where I, I don't get it and I don't understand. What if there's a scenario where someone thinks a little bit differently or pushes back to an idea a little bit differently or someone show signs of being capable, but their direct reports and managers are putting them in a scenario of working, aka a workflow or an execution style that is not conducive to their strengths. And you can tell that they're sort of kind of getting the job done, but you can tell that there may be a different path of execution and their direct managers are not willing, and maybe their direct manager is you as the founder, are not willing to be cognizant of that, or maybe you are cognizant of that, but you're such an asshole that you can't react and bend to that. And when I say that, I'm talking about bend to making slight adjustments with the workflow, making slight adjustments to delivery styles and executions, making slight adjustments to just their contributions as an individual contributor, you have one point of view of how it should be done, your way or the highway, and now they're on the highway. What about those examples? Because those examples happen a lot. 
Those examples we deem, oh, they're not a good culture fit. Oh, it didn't work out because they didn't work well with, with the team members. And I can talk to you about tons of things you can do before they even get into your organization. If that really is how you're going to go, like if you're really going to be that type of a founder or that type of a manager where that's how you are, like you're in the mental place where it's my way or the highway. We're really trying to get shit done. And I think I talked about that on a, on a previous episode. I have empathy for you. That should be communicated in a, in a number of ways before they get in the organization. But let's just talk about the firing part. Like there are people, founders, companies, leaders that are firing people for that. Now, I disagree with that. I think that sends a very negative message. I think that's not a very humane thing to do. And I don't think that's a sign of a great leader. And you may be le- you may be allowing great talent to walk out the door. I'll give you guys perfect examples. And again, a lot of this comes from my personal experiences as an individual contributor in, in, in micro moments, and then things that I've done wrong when putting teams together. And so a practical example is I had a team member. This was, I don't know, maybe, maybe a year and a half ago. I had a team member where I have a certain way of looking at a strategy where there are certain things that I look for, right? So let's say I'm looking at a partnership design model. I'm looking for, okay, who are the connectors? Who are the integrated partners? Why are they excited about being a partner? Um, What are some of the limiting beliefs they may have? What are some of the weaknesses we may have coming into it? What are the win-win moments? Like there are certain categories that I appreciate. And there's a certain format of like a brain dump that makes sense for me. And um, we, we hired a person to do a couple of these things. And the way that he did it, was a little bit different, right? The way that he structured the document was a bit different. And when I would look at it initially, what I noticed certain members of my team, and even there was a moment where I did it where I didn't necessarily agree with the style and the format. And so there were a, a few moments where I looked at that person as, hmm, maybe they're not the right fit. Or, hmm, maybe... Maybe they shouldn't be here. Maybe this style is better suited for a different type of a company. And then it hit me. Like I literally had to like hit myself in my head and say, no, that's not true. Just bend to to to, to, to their reality and their execution style, a.k.a. the way they did this still gets you to the outcome. And so I guess in layman's terms, this happens all the time where you have an internal individual um, contributor getting you to an end outcome, a desired outcome that we all want, but the way they go about it is completely foreign to you or uncomfortable to you. And you're ignoring the fact that the outcome was accomplished. The outcome was there. Now, whether that's a 60% or a 30% or an 80% in your eyes, maybe that can be debated, but some variation of an outcome was accomplished. And continue to go down the path of getting it to 100% through their lens is something that I've really appreciated and I, and I needed to learn how to do. Um, I also think startups fire fast because they hired someone to do a certain thing. And then they get in there and they realize that that certain thing is not a turnkey for them, a.k.a. it's not an A-plus execution for them. 
but there are certain micro pieces of that of that execution that are a pluses and instead of firing them there should be a restructuring of the role so that should be happening more not firing fast um and so those are a few things right when you're navigating firing someone you really need to understand and unpack all of those things are you just being the type of leader where their execution styles, their communication style, their workflow styles are a little bit different and foreign to you and you're judging them for that and that makes you so uncomfortable that you feel like they need to walk out of your organization because it's slowing you up? Well, maybe you need to bend to that. And again, I shared it in a different episode where I would have empathy if it's a little bit different and then don't necessarily just have someone walk away overall. What happened to the IDP plans? Those are not coming in enough within the startup cultures right now. What happened to, you know, putting in mentorship structures? What happened What happened to readjusting a role? What happened to looking into someone's skill set at a macro level and saying, huh, maybe there's 10 things that I thought they were going to be an A plus at, but there's four things here that they are actually an A plus at. And let me break apart the role. Let me put them only in those great a plus executions now maybe that maybe that adjusts their their salary maybe that adjusts their their title and again all that can be debated and 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 and, and talked about and and i'm sure the employee would want to find out what works for them long term their careers as well but at least there are options not a blanket you're fired get out of here or, oh my gosh, we made the wrong hire. Oh my gosh, they were just completely incapable. No, they weren't incapable. You just weren't flexible. No, they weren't incapable. They were. They just weren't capable around the 10 macro things you needed. They were capable around four and you weren't empathetic enough to still keep them at that four. Because if you keep them at the four and then they start building out an IDP plan for them, they behind the scenes could start to get to a B plus at the other six executions where now they maybe are a year later at the level to be that executor. But guess what you have now? You have a person internally within the organization that brings a ton of value, a ton of value. They understand the culture of the organization and you know they have perseverance, execution abilities to keep pushing and to get better. And who wouldn't want that type of person in the organization? Um... So those are a few thoughts on firing and uh, hope you guys found value in that.